Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 168 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you the number one secret of wealthy people. Now, many people believe it's all about making money. Just make as much money as you can and you're going to become wealthy. But actually, that's not enough. Because there are many people who make lots of money, but then they lose it all. So there's extra elements you need to understand. When I was younger, I used to think to become wealthy, all you need is a really good, high-paying job. However, I've helped lots of people who've been trapped in high-paying jobs, which they feel they can't afford to leave because they got used to spending the high income that they're earning. It's what we call golden handcuffs. You see, the more money you earn, for most people, the more money they spend. And most people spend just a little bit more money than they earn each month. However, there will be a point where you do have enough monthly income and actually you start saving some of the money that you earn. And it's really important to work out what that point is for you. The lifestyle that you want to have for you and your family, your loved ones, how much money do you need coming in each month to give you that lifestyle? Anything over and above that is money you can save and invest. So you might want to check out episode number 141 of the Property Magic podcast, which is all about what does financial independence mean to you? I think you'll find it really useful, particularly when listening to this episode as well. So but to become wealthy, there are three areas you need to master. As I said, the first one is people think you need to know how to make money. And yes, you absolutely do need to know how to do that. They don't teach us this in school. In fact, in school, school is about designing you to get ready to go into the workplace, to work for someone else. Now, most some of the richest people in the world are employees. They are employed in a business. But for most people, for you to become truly wealthy, being an employee is probably not going to get you there. So you need to learn alternative ways of making money in addition to your income from your job. Or maybe you've got your own business that's creating income. And a lot of people spend a lot of time focusing, putting all their time and effort into their business because it's their business. But if you look at how much they're actually earning on an hourly rate, sometimes they might make more money flipping burgers at McDonald's. So you've got to make sure you're bringing in a good amount of money. And then you've got the second part to this, which is you need to learn how to keep the money you make. And there are two areas to this. One is you need to understand how to minimize the taxes you pay. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the tax laws are created by poor people or by rich people? Well, of course, the answer is they're created by rich people, by politicians who are generally quite well off. And so tax laws are in the favor of rich people. But you need to understand tax and work out how you can minimize your tax. Now, also, we, we all need to pay tax. Obviously, it contributes towards society. But actually, rich people pay less proportionally than people who are not so well off just because they have the education and they have the good advisors. The other thing you need to do when it comes to keeping more of your money 
is being very careful where you spend or invest your money. Are you buying assets or are you buying liabilities? Now, I'm sure you've heard of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It might be worth rereading that book or listening to the audio because they do a really good job about explaining assets and liabilities. For example, if you buy a nice flash car because you've got lots of money and you want to treat yourself, that's fine. Do whatever you want with your money. But in reality, a car is probably going to go down in value, unless it's a, a collectible car, obviously. But generally, most cars are going to go down in value. And we put money into it, and sometimes people buy them cash, which is not a great way to tie up all that money. Instead, you could take that money that you're going to buy the car with, put that into an asset like a property that's going to create an income for you, and then the income that comes out of the property, you use that to pay for the fancy car you want on a higher purchase arrangement. Now, the reason you want to do that is because by investing in that property, in that asset, that asset is not only kicking off income for you every month, which covers the cost of that car, but also the value of that asset is going up over time. Whereas if you just buy the car, the value of asset is going down. So I really encourage you to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad to remind yourself about assets and liabilities. You gotta make sure you're keeping more of the money you make. Now, I'm not saying be tight. I'm not saying don't spend. There's no point having loads of money sitting in your bank account doing nothing. You want to spend some of the money you're earning because that creates good flow. You have money flowing in, you have money flowing out. So don't become tight. Don't become mean with your money. You need to have a good flow. But ideally, you need more money flowing in than you have flowing out. And that leads to the third part of how to become wealthy, which is you need to learn how to grow your investment pot. The money you have should be increasing over time. Your value of your assets should be going up over time. And this is important because we have inflation, and inflation is the cost of living. If you just have a pot of money that's not growing, over time, that pot is going to be devaluing. So your pot should be growing at least more than inflation. And right now, at the time of recording this podcast, inflation in the UK is 11%. So your assets should be going up more than 11% to make sure it's increasing in value over time. So the three areas for you to become truly wealthy are number one, you need to learn how to make money. Number two, you need to know how to keep the money you make, minimize your tax and be careful what you're spending on. And number three, you need to learn how to grow your investment pot so it's growing more than inflation. Now you've got this bit of an understanding, let me share with you the biggest secret of wealthy people, which is passive income. Now you might say, oh, hang on, Simon, I know all about passive income. Well, you might know about passive income, but how much have you created in your life? It's very different knowing about something and actually doing it. And passive income is a massively misunderstood concept. I remember I was speaking at one of the property investor shows down in Excel in London. And this gentleman came onto the property investor stand and I was free. So he came up to me to have a chat and he said, Simon, I've heard all about this passive income. I want to create passive income streams. So I said, yeah, okay, that's fine. And started talking to him, explaining how to say, no, 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 I don't have any time. I don't have any time. To I just want to get passive income because I'm really busy. And I, I was a bit, I was a bit shocked, to be honest. I said, well, well, hang on a minute. Well, 
you can't just create passive income just that. You, you do need to take some action. You need to put some effort in. You need to set up the passive income stream in the first place. And he was a bit surprised. He thought, oh, I could just start making money for no effort at all. And unfortunately, there are too many people in this world who are looking for the get rich quick and they want to make money without any effort or any time. And I'm sorry to say it just doesn't exist. However, you can make a huge amount of money from investments, from property, but you need to recognize you do need to put in some time and effort up front. Now, this is one of the things I absolutely love about property investing, and it's the concept of work once and get paid forever. When I was working in my corporate life at Cadbury's, I would have to go to work each day, every week for the whole month. And at the end of the month, I'd then get paid a fair recompense for the time and effort I'd put in. And I have to go back next month and the month after. And guess what? If I stopped showing up at Cadbury's, they stopped paying me. In fact, I stopped my corporate career in 2001. And my last paycheck from Cadbury's was in January 2001 when I, when I left my job. That's because I was no longer going to work, no longer giving them any value. And that's what the problem is with a job. When you stop doing your job, you stop the income stream. And I mentioned people earlier who've got a very good high income, but they know as soon as they stop that job, they're going to lose that high income and they're going to be in a difficult position because they've got used to spending all of that money. So the point here is you want to put time and effort into something that once you've set it up, you still get income coming in every single week or every single month. And that's what property can do for you. My very first property that I bought back in 1995, I lived there for a couple of years with some of my friends who were covering the costs and I was able to buy a second property in 1998. And I moved out of that first property and I turned it into a student HMO in 1998. So for almost 25 years, that property has been giving me income every single month, every single year. And yet, I don't have to do any more work. I bought it in the first place. I got it set up. I did manage it initially myself, but then I realized that wasn't a very good use of my time. And now I have someone else manage it. So it's truly passive because it doesn't take any of my time. Now, a lot of people, when they start investing in property, they put a lot of time and effort in and they continue to manage their properties, which personally I think is a mistake. I'm going to tell you why in a moment. But to give you the quick summary now, it means you're still putting effort in where I want true passive income, where you really are not involved once you've done the initial work. So you get something set up and you get rewarded for life as long as you own that asset. And as I said, let me be very clear. There is some short term sacrifice needed here. Most people are not prepared to do this. They want instant results and thus they give up far too soon. But here's the point. One of the secrets of wealthy people is they use leverage. They don't do everything themselves. You want to get other people working for you. It's a huge mistake that people make. They think they have to do everything themselves and they don't have time to do everything. So they don't get the results they're looking for because they haven't been able to put in enough action. And often that's because they don't want to pay other people to do things for them. And I was this I had the same point of view. You know, when I started um, buying several rental properties, I didn't pay letting agents to manage them for three reasons. The first reason was, well, I thought I don't want to pay a letting agent 10% of my rental income. That's 10% less I'm making every single month. 
Secondly, I thought I could do a better job. And back then, you know, end of the 90s, that was probably correct. Uh, letting agents weren't very good. Now, by the way, there are still some letting agents that aren't very good, but generally they are much, much better than they used to be. And thirdly, I wanted to get to meet my tenants. I thought it'd be really good to get to know them. I can tell you that third one, the novelty soon wears off. But the point is, I had at that time what's called a cost mindset. I'll explain this concept briefly. I have touched on this before in podcasts, but it's really important you understand this. There's a difference between a cost mindset and a value mindset. A cost mindset will hold you back, whereas a value mindset will help you grow. Now, a great example of this is a letting agent. People with a cost mindset say, well, I don't want to pay my 10% to the letting agent. I'm going to do it myself. And sure enough, you can certainly manage a few properties uh, without using a letting agent. You should be able to do that. But I found the more and more properties I was getting, the more and more time it was taking to manage those properties, which meant I had less time to actually go and find new properties and get new deals. And that's where you make the real money, especially if you buy at a discount, you make the money day you buy and you're creating an extra passive income stream. But it's not passive if you're managing it. So I had this concept. I didn't really want to pay an agent. And I realized that actually not employing an agent was costing me a fortune. One of my early mentors, a guy called Brad Sugars, who's the founder of Action Coach, a, a multinational coaching franchise. He has a great saying. He says, not employing someone in your business is costing you a fortune. You see, most people think about employing someone and the cost that that incurs but they're not thinking about the value that it creates by getting those people to do things that you don't really want to do or you're not very good at or chew up lots of your time. You can free your time up to go and do much better things, higher value tasks. And that's what's going to move you forward. If you start looking at the value of something, the value of investing in someone to help you rather than the cost. A virtual example is a classic example here. There are lots of things that you can do in your property journey that you don't really need to do. A trained virtual assistant could do them for you. And you're going to pay a virtual assistant. You get someone from the Philippines, for example, you can pay them really well compared to what people earn in the Philippines. And yet it's less than minimum wage if they were working here in the UK. And often they're university educated people who are really smart. And, you know, being a VA is a very well respected career in the Philippines. So you're helping someone else and you're helping yourself by recognizing the value rather than looking at the costs. And then finally, once you have some money, once you have some surplus funds, because you've got these streams of income bringing money into you, don't just leave your money sitting in the bank, especially now with high inflation where money is devaluing every single day. You need to get your money working for you instead of you working for money. Let me say that again. You need to get your money working for you instead of you working for money, which is the way we've been conditioned. That's what we believe we need to do. And really, you want to get your money compounding. And you know, Einstein talked about compounding as the eighth wonder of the world. If you start investing and then you reinvest the money you're making, you get this incredible compounding effect. Now, I don't really have enough time to go through and explain all of this on this webinar. So I'm actually doing a 60 minute 
live training on Thursday, the 29th of December. Between Christmas and New Year, where people start to get a bit bored, they get a bit of cabin fever with the family, I encourage you to come and register for this free 60-minute training with me and Jeremy Downing, who's another expert on wealth creation. And you know, you, if depending on when you listen to this podcast, you might be able to come and listen to this training live and get your questions answered. So you can go and register and secure your place for this training on the 29th of December by going to www.becomefinanciallyfree.co.uk. Becomefinanciallyfree.co.uk. And on this live training, you're going to learn the truth about passive income. You can learn how to use compound interest to your advantage. You can learn how to control assets that you don't actually own. And you can learn how to build a legacy for the future, for you and for your loved ones. So I really would encourage you to come and register um, for this training. It's www.becomefinanciallyfree.co.uk on Thursday, 29th of December at 8 p.m. Now, if you're listening to this podcast after that date. Uh, we may be able to put up a recording of that podcast. I'll see if Jeremy wants to do that or not. But you know what? That's why listening to this podcast every Tuesday morning when it comes out, then taking action is absolutely the best thing to do. So uh, I do hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And let me help you make 2023 one of your best years yet. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.